everybody, this is Learen, and you're watching CMS TV. Perfect. <laughs> Metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard something from Queens, right? With anybody listening, and uh, we just heard the Scorpions there with Bad Boys Running Wild, and this is one of your bad boys being joined by the uh, other bad boy, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is what? up, sir? How are we doing? Well, the question is, is how are you doing? I am good. I am. Um... Probably 80%. I feel much, 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 much better. So well, that's good. You know, I'm um, still a little winded on everything I'm doing, but, you know, I'm making major strides. You know, I, this, to me, they're major strides, maybe not to everybody else, but I was able to get from my bedroom to the bathroom to take a shower today. Actually, was able to take a shower standing up for the first time in fucking forever. <clears throat> then I was able to go from the bathroom into the kitchen and make coffee without sitting down. So oh. it's little steps, but um, I'm getting it back finally. And I, and I definitely feel immensely better, you know, no, no more, no more feeling sick, no more, no more tired every time I move from room to room or nothing, you know, I just still short of breath. But other than that, I feel perfectly normal, I guess. Did you go to the mailbox? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I'm afraid if I get out there, I ain't getting back. Right. You know, that's the last thing I need to do is just lay down in my driveway or whatever. Yeah, well, you, can, you can pretend you're just getting a little sun, you know, a little sun sunshine, <laughs> you know, get getting some vitamin D in your system. Yeah. Well, believe me, I got enough vitamin D from the fucking vitamins I take. Yeah. Chris, are you doing okay? I'm just laying here getting some vitamin D. Yeah. Thanks for your concern, though. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll get up, uh, yeah, maybe in an hour or so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other problem, too. How much energy will it take me to lift my fat ass off the ground? <laughs> I might I might stand up and then sit back down. Yeah. <laughs> well. But no, I, I do feel much better, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there slowly but surely. Sure. So. Well, that's good to know. I mean, uh, I, I uh, shared with you a little uh, unfortunate news this week. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. One of our, I, I guess you would call him a CMS alum, as well as a uh, family member of mine, uh, Officer Jim. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's in the hospital uh, on a ventilator. Yeah. Not that good. sucks. That sucks. I hope he pulls through that. Yeah, so do I. So, uh, yeah, they, it came on quick for him. I mean, I guess he was... Uh, he was okay, uh, what, like uh, like a week ago yesterday, and then it just kind of came on real quick. I mean, he even went to the doctor, uh, you know, with, with the symptoms, and the doctor gave him a COVID test, and, you know, he po tested positive, and the doctor, you know, just thought, well, he'll go home, recuperate, rest sure. up, you know, get it out of his system, but it, it, it came on strong and fast, and uh, now he's in the hospital. Does he have the pneumonia or just the COVID? I don't Not know. Not that one's yet. better than the other. All I, all I know is that, uh, you know, he was oxygen deprived. Okay. Yeah. So he's probably got the pneumonia too, where his lungs were dying out. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a lot of information on it. My sister, of course, she's a wreck. So, uh, sure. you know, that's just a, a day by day, minute by minute thing. So, mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who are familiar with Officer Jim, uh, you know, send some good thoughts his way. Yeah, it definitely does. Because as someone that just walked this walk, I can tell you, it ain't fun. Ugh, no. And he's doing it worse than I did. Yeah. So, well, I hope he does does better. I know sometimes he wants to murder me, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have any hard feelings for Officer Jim. I hope he does. He seems like a good dude. So. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah. and, and he loves the show. So, uh, 
again, uh, you know, good thoughts and prayers to Officer Jim. I, I yeah. uh, again, I don't have any other news than just what I just told you. So I, I, I'm even in the dark. I really don't know what's what's going on. I try to check in on the status, and you know, my sister, she's she's got the COVID too, which mm-hmm. you know, she's just got minor symptoms, but uh, you know, of course, she's not allowed to go to the hospital. Sure. And being that he's uh, in in ICU, of course, she can't go there. So whatever information she has has to be relayed to her via the telephone. Right, which is awful. Yeah, so there isn't a whole lot she can tell me either. Yeah, that's my my mom told me that because I I I would people were allowed to come to where I was, but I actually put the kibosh on that. I told the hospital I didn't want any visitors. You know, because I truthfully, I didn't want any of them to see me drop dead. So, you know, I, I just said no visitors, but, you know, it's my mom told me that that was the hardest part for her was that she knew I was sick and I, I she couldn't come up, you know, and she was worried that that was going to be it. So, <clears throat> so, you know, it, it, dude, this COVID thing. I know we busted on it for a year and a half that it was just bullshit or whatever, but well, I don't think we ever said it was bullshit. I mean, I, we, we both agreed that it was a real yeah. thing. And, and I, and to be honest with you, I don't think either one of us uh, are anti-vaxxers per se mm-hmm. or whatever. I think our problem is the totalitarian uh, way that, that this government is basically saying you have to get this or else. Yeah, we're and, we're anti-taking choice. Yeah, and it's like you're going to take this no matter what you think, and we're going to give you a, a card to prove it. You know, it's like what what is that all about? No, yeah. you know why why can't you just give me the vax and why do you have to record it and why do I have to carry a card and all that other bullshit? Yeah, that, and, that, and, that's and that's the part I'm against. Me too, because where does that stop? You know, that's the yeah. whole thing. Where does it stop? You know, so, if they. You know, for anybody who wants to get the shot and all that other stuff, go right ahead. If that's your choice, go do it. I don't give a shit if you do it, and I don't give a shit if you don't. I don't care one way or the other. All I care about is that I have the choice to do what I want to do without anybody being judgmental, without anybody saying papers, please, without anybody treating you like a leper because oh you're going against the government mandate it's like Mm -hmm. yeah well the government today if you trust anything this government does especially this administration you are a complete fool a fucking moron (laughs) yeah no i i'm i'm with you a thousand percent on that dude it's it's decision is the is the issue you know i i just went through it and i now have maybe a different view than I did before about getting the vaccine. Once I see some specialists, to be perfectly honest, I may well do what I said I would never do right here on this show. And if I do, I'll admit it and let everybody beat me up on it. I may go get it. I don't know. I don't want to do what I just did twice. I know that. Well, I I agree with you. But, you know, they're finding out now that people who have had the COVID, their their immunity is 27 times stronger than someone Mm -hmm. who got the shot. I like hearing that. You know, 27 times stronger. Right. And mine is probably 99 times stronger since I'm never leaving the house again. So, so, you know, there's just, it's just so soon and so new and Mm -hmm. so many variables for everybody's individual thing, whatever your, you know, your personal health issues are. I, I mean, some people can't take the vaccination due to their underlying issues whatever they might have a heart issue they might have some other kind of issue that taking the vax would be bad for them you know that's the thing yeah well whatever the case may be whatever your personal thing is but it's not a one-size-fits-all thing and and Mm -hmm. that's the thing i have a problem with it's just like well you better take this or else it's like you don't know anything about me yeah well and, and that therein lies the problem like you know like we were saying before where does it stop where did what's to say that the next thing is that once a year you don't have you you get tested to see if your vitamin intake is right or if you're you're in taking too much sugar or you're um you know anything you're not exercising enough you know shit like that what's to say you know if you start get it, it's i know we've referenced this a million times but it's like it's like smoking in buildings 
at first you remember at first it was just in bars. We're going to ban smoking just in bars. And half the people were all for that. Now, where can you fucking smoke? If you want to smoke, you know, nowhere it, it's, it's banned everywhere. Yeah. And, and it's even outside, if you're going to smoke, you got to smoke 25 feet away from this open door, this, the, the entrance yeah. to this building or whatever the case may be. And again, if you're a smoker, I mean, that's your choice, obviously, yeah. but now it's just like, uh, well, you can't do it here. You can't do it there. You, you got to have this, you know, uh, criteria and all these mm -hmm. other things, you know? Yeah. And they claim it as in for, for safety. Well, that's bullshit. If there's, if you're allowed to smoke, there's always an inherent risk. There's a risk in the fucking air that everybody breathes, no matter where it is. So either ban it or don't same with this fucking, this fucking vaccine shit, you know, like the, the concert venues and the football games and whatever that are blocking. If you have had the vax, you're fine. But if not, you have to have a test within three days. Well, it's, it's pretty well proven that you can have the vax and still have COVID. So how is that safety? There's no safety in that. Yeah, if you, anything, you, you're, you could be carrying the, the, uh, the, the virus with you. It may uh -huh. not affect you, Yeah. But, but if, if the, if the concern is you're going to affect your neighbor, yeah. there's a possibility you could be vaxxed and be care, be carrying the virus that a uh, contagion and uh -huh. contaminate somebody else. If that's the, yeah. you know, if that's the concern. Yeah. If you're really worried about it, then everybody takes a fucking test. Everybody tests that two, three days, whatever that is ahead of it. And if you, if you're, if you're not carrying and you come in, the vax status shouldn't matter. And that's the problem. They're using these little things to further their agenda, not and, because and of what and erode your liberties. Yeah. And, and they're, it's not about what they're saying. It's about, it's not about safety. Because if it was about safety, again, you would make everybody take a test, whether they've been vaxxed or not, and then come in. You would make everybody do it. You would just say, well, you've been vaxxed, so you're good. Because you being vaxxed doesn't mean you can't kill the guy next to you that hasn't been. But they don't care because they're happy if, if guys that are not vaxxed are dead. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's just the truth of it. They're yeah. happy if people that are not vaxxed die. The hospitals are happy because they get a stipend for that, you know, for a COVID death. And the fucking... um. You know, and the the government they want everybody back, so they're happy to have the stragglers just fucking die. Mm -hmm. and but, they can't but shoot them with a gun. But we're not worried about the tens of thousands of illegals coming across our southern border, whether they're vaxxed or not. We don't. Doesn't care matter. Those, those just because they're better people, dude. <laughs> it's just they stupid. vote Democrat. That's what it is. They vote Dem. Yep. So that's just so stupid. Well, we're not worried about all these people coming from God knows where up through our yeah. Southern border and whether they're, they're, you know, carrying anything, whether it's, you know, COVID or tuberculosis or the measles or, uh, HIV or, or it doesn't matter. Eh, come on in, come on come in, on, dude. You know, damn well, those people are healthy. Sure. They are. They are, <laughs> you know, they come from those, those, well, medically, those countries that are so known for their medical care. Exactly. <laughs> Come on in. Come on. Have, have fun. Yeah. You don't if care. You, if you kill all of our people, then it'll be your country. Right. Of course. <laughs> so stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's so stupid. But, but, you know, not to get, not to, you know, start the show on a downer, but, but the, the thing is, is the more I hear about this. You must get vaxxed. You must get vaxxed. And now we're getting into the, the children who, who've been proven over the last almost two years already that children are not susceptible to the COVID, yeah. but they're talking about vaxxing the children. There is more to this vax than just getting vaxxed. What is it? Is it, yeah. is it some kind of a record? Is it some kind of a way of tracking? What is it? There's more to it than just getting the vaccination. Yeah. Seems like it, it. Somebody is either getting filthy rich off of this or there's some other underlying reason for this, this, um, urgency to get everyone vaxxed, whether you're young, old, uh, whether you're susceptible, whether you've had the COVID or not, whether you have the antibody, everybody, you must get it. You must get it. You must mm -hmm. get it. It's this constant drumbeat. And it's like, what is this really all about? 
Yeah, it's crazy. Tom. What, what is this really all about? It's mm-hmm. not about the vaccine and it's not about the COVID. It's about something else. Mm-hmm. And it's just an underlying something. And I'm, and I can't, don't know exactly what it is, but it's got to be something more than this. Yeah. Well, it's about control, man. It's population I it control. I, I still, and I know we're going way conspiracy theorists here, but I, know, but that's I think what it's I'm population saying. control. It could be. It's, it's get everybody used to taking these boosters. And then when we're ready to ax people, we just fucking. Hit them with some bullshit and say, oh, it was a bad batch. Yeah. Well, again, and that then, then again, you might be right about this whole, but it's this conditioning. Oh, well, mm-hmm. this is what we need to do for the greater good. We need to do yeah. this for the greater good. I heard that Rod Fauci this week. He's mm-hmm. he got into this whole discussion or this, this orientation like, well, we've all lived in the greatest country in the world. And this country has afforded you all the benefits and all the, you know, all the good things in life. and uh, you know, and you know, you, we all have our freedoms and our liberties and our choices, but when it comes to this pandemic, you got to put your freedom and your choices and your liberties aside and worry about the, the greater good. Just put your liberties and your freedoms aside. You've yeah, got well, to just relinquish that. He he said that. Yeah. Well, while, while he's busy doing that, he can go ahead and put his lips around my dick as well. Fuck him. He's a fucking moron. I mean, to say that, are you fucking kidding me? You've got to put your freedoms and your liberties aside and do what's best for the greater good and just follow and follow and do what you're told. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking retarded. Fauci's a fucking boob. I know he's a, he's a fraud. Yeah. Well, he made AIDS work. So why not this one too? Sure. Why not? Wasn't he the AIDS guy too? Yeah, he was in on that. And strangely enough, this, uh, the derivative of this COVID has the HIV, uh, you know, uh, components to it. Yeah. Oh, fuck Fauci. He's a cunt. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, let's not dwell on the whole COVID thing, but, uh, you know, again, it's, I don't know, man. I, I hear stuff going on. I see stuff going on and this give up your liberties, give up your freedoms. You got to do this. You got to do this. It's for the greater good. Everybody needs to do this. Don't worry about your personal freedoms. Just worry about your neighbor and the safety and the safety and the safety and the safety. Yeah. That's all I hear is the safety. Sure. You know, and yeah. it's just like, mm, boy, who's falling into that? Who, who's, who's the weak minded simps falling into that trap? Well, if you want to be, if you want to be controlled and, and um, safe, go ahead. I'll take dangerous and free. I will too. I'll take that every day. And if so that means that I die early, so what? give me liberty or give me death. Yeah, exactly. If you're not free, who wants to be alive? What, what good is that? Ask those North Korean people, give them, give them six weeks here and see if they want to go back. Right. You know, well, I have a way to change this, but still sort of be on topic. You All right. Me? Please do. <clears throat> so apparently my illness has reawakened people to how uplifting and inspirational I am and as a byproduct you are for doing the classic metal show. Oh yeah, really? How so? I got two different um messages on Facebook this week from different people, one that I know and one that you know really well and okay. one that we don't know at all. Okay. At least I don't know at all. Um saying how great we are. Oh, all right. Would you like to hear those? I would. I, I, I'm always, you know, I, I, I'm always surprised yeah. to, to, when you tell me, you know, about these things, but I'm always interested as well. So what, who said what and where and when and how, and just right. lay it on, just lay it on me. All right. Well, this first one comes from somebody I don't know. And I, apparently he knows, I don't know him. And I don't think he knows you either. Uh, Dan from Missoula. Do you know okay. Dan from Missoula? I do not know Dan from Missoula. All right. Well, Dan from Missoula said, I'm so glad to hear you're back on the CMS. I won't lie. I was worried about you. I know we don't know each other, but you and Neely are like my brothers that I never had in my life. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Um, Whether it's through humor or the serious looks you, you take at the issues of the day, you guys are more important to how I live my life than even my closest friends are. Really? Wow. Dude, you better get some better friends. 
Uh, that, um, that just inspires me to continue on with my life coaching uh, aspirations. Yeah, let's see. It is weird that I had feelings of grief hearing how sick you were. Mm. I knew you would beat COVID, though, because you are a badass. You and Neely keep bring, bringing us the great shows. I guess that's supposed to be a st You and Neely keep bringing us the great shows. You inspire me and probably lots of other listeners, Dan and Missoula. Well, thanks, Dan and Missoula. We appreciate the uh, accolades. I don't yeah. know that it's deserved, but, uh, you know, regardless, thank you. I'll just say, Dan, get better friends. <laughs> if you're listening to our stupid shit and that's closer than your friends are, <laughs> I think that says something to the level of friends you're picking, my friend. We're just relatable, I guess. Yeah, I guess. To certain certain people, I guess. Yeah. I mean, definitely appreciate the sentiment, but dude, get somebody to be close to somebody you can, you can talk to. Right. <laughs> All right. And then here's the other one. And this guy, we both know way too well, rocking Randy Trask. Oh, really? Oh, rocking Randy. Yeah. Randy just hit me up and said, nothing up. Just saying, Hey, I'm pretty sure you're like the toughest person I know, Chris. So many strengths, brother, that you're giving this world with. So many strengths, brother, that you're giving this world with what you do. Some you know, and some you'll never know. Just believe me when I say not a single day goes by that somewhere along that day, I'm going to come across an obstacle or some sort of some sort. And of all the damn people in the world I could think of for inspiration, I think, what would my bro Chris say or do? What would Chris do? I am a literal Jesus now. Yeah. WWCD. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's get that. I need to get that on some cups or something. Yes. WWCD. <laughs> let's see. LOL. You're really, really real. Always have, always have been, always will be. And you know, I know that about you, brother. Priceless. Keep rocking, Chris. You really, you already know some way, shape or form. I'm going to do it till my dying day. I'm not smart enough to lie. I'll forget what I said. <laughs> is that, so is that really Randy or is that the pot? Yeah, is that the pot speaking? Uh, I'll take it either way. <laughs> I think the beginning part might've been really Randy at the beginning of smoking. <laughs> and by the end, he was like, you know, three toke, three or four joints. in. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, Randy. Appreciate it. So there you have it. All right. Some inspiration from us. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It's All just, right. I, I still go back to Dan though, dude. It's appreciated and all, but bro, you got to have people in your own life, man. You can't just look for two fucking dummies on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess maybe it's, maybe it's just our blatant honesty that, uh, you know, most people don't get. Yeah, I guess they, they, don't, they don't, they don't, you know, regardless, it's if the people that you know in your life or hang out with or work with or whoever you associate with, most people are not uh, as forthright or honest. And you and I go at it with the attitude of, you know, mm -hmm. what, what do I got to lose? Yeah. What, why, why bullshit anybody? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that both of us know that if anybody disagrees or doesn't like our viewpoint or whatever the case may be, they can just shut the show off and not mm -hmm. listen. But they don't, they just whine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that that's been another theme this week. People that hate us. Oh, really? Let me go to YouTube. Oh, there we got haters out there. Oh, now. we got haters as well. Okay. You know, every time we do something good, then there's something bad to even it out. Let me go to YouTube. Studio. Well, you know, that that's the whole uh, thing about the show. It's, it's uh, polarizing it, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have the, you have the lovers and you have the haters. Yeah. Uh, clearly, uh, people didn't like that. We said that David Lee Roth might die. We didn't say he might die. No, we questioned what, yeah. what the motivation was behind his, his, uh, his uh, message. Yeah. His message. I mean, it sounded that way. Yeah. Well, of, of course, of course, anytime you mention David Lee Roth and you don't say he's the greatest singer of all time, you're an asshole. Well, he's not the greatest singer of all time. No. 
He's definitely not. He's not even a good singer. He never no, he's was not a good singer. I mean, if you want to talk, if if you want to talk in the context of rock and roll, yeah. probably probably the greatest singer, at least one of them, at least in the top two, was uh, Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, Dio, Jeff Tate in his day. Well, I'm I'm talking about someone who was able to take care of it all the way to his death. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that little fucker sang his ass off all the way yeah. to the day he died. Yeah, with cancer, with cancer yeah. rotting him out, he still was bringing it. And uh, another one, he's not he's not top tier singer, but regardless of his uh, physical, um, you know, status, uh, Jack Russell. Yeah, yeah, he's great voice. <laughs> the guy still, this guy still can sing his ass off, regardless of he's you know, laying up in a bed right now in bad condition. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, let's see. Here's some of, here's some of our friends that didn't like that. All right. Uh, first one, a pair of dinks, you two Christ. That's it. <laughs> That's it for that guy. Okay. It's YouTube. The comments are shorter. Oh, All right. I just, okay. Let's see. Here's another one. I enjoy this rock nerd and Artie Lang wannabe getting to comment on shit they'll never they've never gotten to do. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, you're the rock nerd, I'm assuming, because I'm know, the Artie. What, what 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 are we commenting on? What 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 is it we hadn't done? I guess toured the world in a in the biggest band ever. Well, that's all well and fine, but does that change the status of David Lee Roth? course not but if you say anything if you say anything against the great david lee roth but neither one of us said anything against him all we while we were doing or mostly you was interpreting what what his what his uh cloak message was really trying to say yeah and i'm i'm pretty sure i said it at least three times that i had no information on it i was just guessing that's what, didn't I say that like he three said, times? And, and here, here's the other thing. Our good friend, Ozzy Ace, mm -hmm. he sent me an email today saying the, the, the music observer is stealing your line. He's making the prediction too, that David Lee Roth is gravely ill. Well, he probably is. Yeah. But, but he said he, he took your line. He's, he's making the same comments. <laughs> it's like, okay. Anybody right. can interpret his, his, uh, weird statement any way you want to yeah let's see here um doo -doo 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 -doo. bob ravenscraft says slow down think about your statements doughboy <laughs> <laughs> i like when they call me names That's i know but, it, but what's really funny is you're not allowed to have an, uh, no. an opinion and it, and it, it's your opinion it doesn't mean it's real or it's fact or anything it was just your your speculation. Are you not allowed to speculate anything? No, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently not. Because as Ann Watts says, what about Phil Collins? Come on, you guys. David Lee Roth is worth $60 million. So what? It's not good to put anyone down like that. I don't <laughs> Did know. Did we put him down? Put no. The only thing we've ever put down is his ability to sing. Yeah, I think I think the one that we roasted him pretty bad was on that that live in Tokyo thing that they yeah. put out a few years ago. And the show we actually went to. <laughs> yeah, that was just it was hard to hard to take. Yeah, it's it's terrible. You know. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, that dude, they just keep going and going and going. There's you know, there's there's just not none of them are really too bad. Some people did like the whole and I'll give you credit for this one, even though I ran with it too. The whole triangle and blocks and and um and you know washboards and saws bit. People like that segment. Yeah. <laughs> but he said it. Yeah. Whether you you show what he say, you show up on the stage with a with a ukulele or a marching band. Yeah. We just ran with it. I mean, he said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that. There's, there's more. I know, right? But that's just funny because you know, uh, did these people take time to read this statement or even no. you know analyze what he was saying? My guess is most of them. I'm not gonna say all of them, but most of them did not listen to the segment. If the the, the little bumper picture that I put on the video, 
the tag is, is David Lee Roth dying? Yeah, I, I saw it. So I'm betting all they saw was that we're like, fuck that man. And let me throw a comment and tell them a thing or two. <laughs> that's too funny. But I guarantee that's what it was. <laughs> you know, I guarantee you, because if they would have listened, they would have heard that we just asked the question. Yeah. Same okay. question. Everybody's asking. Yeah, I know. And again, if you read his statement verbatim, nothing in there is uplifting. Nothing yeah. in there sounds like a positive thing at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing in the shoes. I thought I was going to be the first one in Van Halen to exit the planet. Uh, I'm not far behind. Uh, I realize my mortality. I, you know, all these other things is like, well, okay. What are you really trying to say here, Dave? Yeah. You know, it's just sound, it didn't sound like, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I bought an Island out in, you know, the South Pacific and I'm just going to retire out there and enjoy the rest of my life. He didn't say anything like that. All he yeah, said was, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take my last curtain call. And, uh, you know, if I make it that long, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's like, that, that doesn't sound good. I'm answering one right now that just came in. <laughs> you guys are idiots. That's what you guys are idiots, which I am answering back. Quotes are quotes. Maybe you don't sound like an idiot when calling someone else an idiot. Yeah, that's what happens when people use their cell phones. You fucking moron. People who use their cell phones to try to make comments and stuff. I Mm notice there's a lot of bad grammar or missed letters and, you know. It's like, oh, I bet you used your cell phone to do that, didn't you? Or they're just dumb. I'll go with they're just dumb. <laughs> well, I get a lot of people in business mm-hmm. that answer their emails through their cell phone because it yeah. says because it says uh, uh, sent from Galaxy or sent from iPhone, mm-hmm. and their sentences are incomplete, and misspelled, and this, that, and the other. And they either do the talk to text, yeah. Or, or they, or they're trying to type it out on that little screen and they don't do it complete. And then they hit send and it's just like all wonky. Yeah. They'll, they'll send you a quote. Like they're going to ask you if you're going to, um, if you're going to paint the the container that they're bought, that they're buying from you. And, and now you'll get an email that'll say, are you going to penguin my container? Exactly. <laughs> It'll be all stupid. Makes no fucking sense. It's like, it's like yeah. Yeah. I'll penguin it for you. Yeah. I, it's. <laughs> I hate when people use their cell phones. Yeah. I was doing that a lot, especially when I was sick. Cause all I had was my that's phone. A bit, that's a little bit different. But, I get that. But I, I had to, I had to switch out to my, um, to my iPad. Cause I have, I have a keyboard for my iPad. So I had to switch out just because everything I was typing was coming out all fucked up. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than when you spell it right. And it changes it anyway. Yeah, I know it does the, the spell check just, you know, they decide what you're really trying to say there. Yeah. And it's like that, that, then you have to go back and try to respell it. And it keeps changing it on you. Mm-hmm. You want it to or not. Sure. Like, God damn it. Stop changing my word. Yeah. And it, dude, there's nothing worse though. And I don't know. I, I know you, 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 you haven't done this. I'll guarantee it. Cause I know you don't know dick about settings in your phone, but if you turn off the autocorrect, Oh boy, do you realize how fat your fucking fingers are when you're texting? <laughs> That's even more scary because as much as it's annoying when it gets it wrong, most of the time it gets it right. And boy, when you turn it off and you just see the line of shit you're typing on your phone, <laughs> oh, I've tried it twice because I've gotten that frustrated twice. And both times within hours, I had switched it back. Yeah, so you, so you just took the lesser of the two evils, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Now, now I don't really use it. I mean, I'll text even now, like when I text like you or something, I do not go out of my way to correct anything. I'm just like, whatever, unless it's just, unless it's blatantly bullshit. Right. You know, I, I'm just like, yeah, he'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, it's a different world we live in. Yeah, it is. Well, dude, in what world would you have ever met a Hall of Fame basketball player for fuck's sake? Yeah, I know. It, it's it's kind of interesting. For the last few weeks, uh, I've been working with uh, Scotty Pippen, former Chicago Bulls great, former um, Olympic uh, star, yeah. 
And, yeah. uh, yeah, I've been working with him for a couple of weeks and, uh, he's been in my office two or three times over the last couple of weeks. I told you about it. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, you got to get a picture. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, again, I tried to be professional the entire time, which, which I was. And, uh, so Friday, uh, yesterday, uh, he came in for the final time and, uh, he, uh, he purchased a modified, uh, shipping container from me. I, I had a okay. shipping container modified for him. Do you have to raise uh, the roof on the container? No, no, <laughs> but, <tall>. uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he came over uh, to the, to my office and, um, he, uh, he and his, he brought his brother and I, I guess it might've been his uh, associate of his, I don't know. Uh, and he was outside, he has this kind of real fancy pickup truck and he was loading this container with a lot of his, you know, collectibles, valuables, this kind of thing. And I went out to, to talk to him and he, he was sitting on the uh, tailgate of his truck and he and his brother and couple other guys were hanging around. I walked up and he goes, Wendell, you got to try this cake. It <laughs> is absolutely phenomenal. They're sitting there eating this cake, right? Okay. And he goes, you got, come over here. You got to try this cake. Right. So I said, well, what is it? And he goes, it's rum cake. A friend of mine made it. I said, okay. So he, he goes, let me cut you off a slice here. So he cut, and I don't normally eat sweets. But yeah, I was going to say, you not, never eat that shit. No, but, but this is Scotty Pippa. One of my goes, oh, I don't eat cake. Yeah. So I go, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so I said, all right, give me, you know, give me a slice. So he cuts me off this chunk of cake. That's all yours, brother. Take it, take it. So I took it and I'm eating this cake Yeah. and I, I ate it. It was, it was real good, real moist and everything. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that son of a bitch gave me a buzz. <laughs> oh man. I mean, it was just within probably 20 minutes to a half an hour. I, right. I was, I was, I was feeling buzz, man, because I, I don't eat breakfast and I don't eat lunch or anything. So more or less, I had an empty stomach when I ate. Right. This, you know? and, and man, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm starting to get hot and, and I start, and I'm starting to get a little bit, I'm starting to get a little bit, uh, you know, just a little loopy in the head. And I was just like, holy shit. That was some strong cake. Yeah. You, you had three shots of rum with your cake, <laughs> <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, he, he had come into the office there and he was, he was taken off. He's, he sold his house here in Chicago and he's okay. moving back to Arkansas. Okay. And, uh, that's what he wanted the container for was to, uh, move, move his, uh, belong, a lot of his collectibles and belongings to Arkansas. Okay. And, and, uh, you know, he came to the office to, uh, settle up and all kinds of things. And, uh, so before he left the office, I say, Hey, let me grab a picture real quick with you, you know? Yeah. So, so that's the picture I took with him. I sent over to you. So, yeah. so yeah. Uh, real, real nice guy, real friendly, been, been very, uh, very respectful, um, easy to deal with just, you know, he, every, he'd ask my opinion on things or my advice on stuff and, you know, whatever I suggested. Yeah. Let's go for that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. That sounds good. Let's do that. You know? Nice. So, uh, it was a, it was a good experience working with him and a uh, very nice guy got to be friendly on a, on a, you know, a, on a business you know, friendly, yeah, business friendly on a, you know, first name basis and stuff. He, I, he, he called me at least boy for the, over the last couple of weeks, he called me at least twice a day, you know, okay. to ask questions and things. So it was cool. And so, well, yeah, I did grab that picture before he left. So, yeah, I, I do. That's everybody. It's funny. I put the picture up and I got a lot of people like, holy shit, you know? And then of course we get Jack. It's like, never heard of him. And I'm like, how in the fuck have you never heard of Scotty? You know? And, and, and I would get it if it was, I don't know, Tony Kukoc or somebody. Right. Of course. You know, if it was somebody like that, yeah, I, I could see never heard of him. Scotty Pippen. I mean, that guy transcends basketball. Yeah. I mean, it was in the Olympics. He was in the Olympics. He, I mean, he was Michael Jordan's number two. Yeah. In the most historic time in basketball history. You know, I, I mean, that's why when you even told me, I was like, holy shit, you need to grab a picture. <laughs> yeah. He's a did. fucking huge name. Yeah, I mean, he's a huge name, not just, uh, in bat. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's one of the top 50 of all time in basketball, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's up there. Yeah, he's he's like it, they have that thing every year where they have like the top seventy five or whatever. 
and he's always in the top 50. I mean, he's like legit, legit. Mm -hmm. And, and Jackal, I posted out. He's like, I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> like the fuck dude. <laughs> Sorry. It's not Ian Gillen. Yeah. You know, then you know who it is. It was, you know, it was just kind of a random thing to, to work with Scotty Pippen. And it was just like, uh, that was cool. Yeah. You know, he was, like I said, very friendly guy, easy to get along with just, you know, you know, and you know, just to walk out there yesterday, Wendell, you gotta, you gotta try this cake, man. You gotta try it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so I Dude. sat out there and eating cake with Scotty Pippins. How tall are you? You're like six foot, I'm right? Six, six foot one? even. Yeah, six, six even. Foot, six one. This dude is a foot fucking taller than you. Yes, he yeah, he's, he's like seven foot tall. Yeah, dude, he can bite the top of your head. <laughs> and look at if he literally turned, he could bite almost on the top of your head without yeah. you bending down. Mm -hmm. That's a tall mother. What is he? Six ten? He's got to be. He's got to be at least seven foot. No, he's not that tall. Yeah. Well, he's he's. he's yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, because that guy, Bill Cartwright, that was on, I, I, I was a big Bulls fan. Bill Cartwright was seven foot tall, and he was shorter than Bill Cartwright, but he was taller than Michael Jordan, and I think Michael Jordan is 6'6". Six, six. So he's got to be somewhere between 6'6 six, six and seven foot. Yeah. He's easily 6'8", six, 6'10". Six, I mean, he's tall. It's just funny looking at how... You look like you're short because he's so fucking tall. Yeah, I, I'm six even. So, yeah. you know, whatever that amounts to. Yeah, and your six even goes to his teeth. <laughs> I look at it. Your teeth, his teeth are even with the top of your head. It is. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, good stuff, though, man. Yeah. That's fun. It's, it, 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 I mean, that, that doesn't. Most people, they work their entire job for however long they work it, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is. Never meet anybody famous. Most famous yeah. guy they meet is like the, the assistant to the CEO of their company or something. <laughs> or, or the, or the local, uh, popular car dealer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that the, the big car dealer or the, the guy that owns the big bakery or something or, in town or the, or the, or the local newscaster. Yeah. That's a, that's always a big one too. Hey, look, it's the weather girl. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, it's Dick Goddard. Yeah. You get fucking hall of fame basketball players strolling into your place. Now, what was he, you said he was just using this to pack up his shit. What was he modding it for? Um, it was temperature control. Oh, okay. He had a, you know, he had a 40 foot <clears throat> container and, and we did uh full insulation, uh, lights, uh, electrical, uh, HVAC. Okay. So, so it's fully temperature controlled. So, so he's so probably going to put it in his backyard so that he can like it. Where we would, where us married guys would have some little shitty room, you know, in the, in the basement, he, he built his own container to throw out in the backyard. Right. Yeah. But, and again, it, and there's a lot of security on it. It's got some, got some heavy duty, um, locking bars on it and things like that. So if he's going to put his collectibles in there, yeah, you know, from his years of, you know, being a sports star, yeah. uh, everything is temperature controlled and locked up uh, as tight as a safe. Right. That way nobody steals all of his championship um, trophies or fucking Olympic gold medals or whatever. Yep. So, and then I, I guess he's got like a line of, I don't know, alcohol, some kind of alcohol line or something. Yeah. He makes cake with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure what his, his alcohol line is, but I guess he's going to store, store that in there too or something. Okay. Not really sure, but. Anyway, he, he needed, he needed a high security temperature controlled container. Right. And, uh, I designed it for him and we uh, built it for him and, uh, we're going to transport it for him, uh, to, uh, Arkansas. Look at that. Why is he leaving Chicago? Just cause it's a shithole now. I don't know. I didn't ask. He sold his, sold his house, which, you know, I guess it sold for like three or $4 million or something, you know, can you imagine? Three or four million. I just got to get rid of this place. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, he's from Arkansas, so he's kind of yeah. going back, going back home, I guess. He gave, he gave Chicago enough years. Yeah. No kidding. 
And he's worth a bunch of what he was one of the first guys to get like the huge contract too. Wasn't he? Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't follow basketball that close, so I don't know all the stats or what, what he's worth or what he's got paid. Uh, you know, I just remember, you know, I, I, I went to a few games, you know, I saw sure. him and, and so on and so forth. But as mm -hmm. far as, you know, being any kind of a sports fanatic, I could, I couldn't give you any yeah. stats. If I remember right, when he went to, where did he go? Portland, I think after the, after the bulls, when he, when he became a free agent and went to Portland, he signed what was at the time, like the biggest contract. He was making more money than Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. which was like a big, a big controversy that he was making all that money. But, um, yeah, he, he's one of the first guys might even be one of the first guys to, to sign for, you know, like $50 million or something, which, which would make him broke in the NBA now. But, you know, back then that was a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize this heyday was in the nineties. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's 20 years removed since he was, you know, at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. It's cool. Yeah. It, you, you know, got it's drunk just, with Scotty Pippen. That's yeah, a story just, you tell everybody. Just completely unexpected, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it, it was kind of a surreal situation, you know, to have me on the phone. Um, this is Scotty Pippen. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, how are you, Scotty? Hey, I, um, I, I, I need to get some modifications. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, what are we thinking here? And then, you know, I ran down the whole scenario with him with all the different suggestions. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Let's yeah. have, let's do that. First, first time that that he called, did you believe it was like that, Scotty Pippen? Well, it was a referral. Okay. So, so I knew it was legit. It's mm. like, uh, you know, here's Scotty Pippen needs this. Here's his phone number. Call him. Mm. And so I did. Who was that from Phil Jackson? <laughs> no, no, it was a, it's a, in a, you know, somebody, uh, associate in the business, but, uh, you know, since, since we're, we do that kind of a thing, it was a sure. referral it said, here's, you know, Scotty Pippen needs this and, you know we know that you do this. So uh, right. I'm a call. I told him that, you know, you could help him. Yeah. Well, you, you've, you've been at that company now, what, five years? No, it's almost seven, seven. Wow. Jeez. Yep. Jeez. How, how time has flown since you left the Indians. Yeah. No kidding. It's been <laughs> almost seven years since I left the Indians. Yeah. No shit. So is he the first celebrity you've come in, in contact with in as this? Far as, context? A, as far as doing a job is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Who did you come in to somebody that like was quoting or just buying containers or something? No, no I, I guess, I guess, you know, if you want to put it in celebrity status, yeah, I guess he'd be the first and only one so far. Okay. I was going to say, I would think as that, as that business grows, mm -hmm. because it is such a, such a cheap way. I mean, not cheap, cheap, but a cheaper way to, to build space, you know, to build living space or habitable space. I would think that you're going to see more celebrities because they all have lots well, of collaborations. Well, well, I agree with you. And the thing is, is that I, I believe we did good service for him. And I, and I know he was really satisfied with what we did for him. Right. So I have no doubt that somewhere down the road, he's, you know, somebody will see what he has, or maybe he'll tell somebody about what he has. And I wouldn't be surprised by getting a phone call yeah. you know, from somebody else saying, Hey, you know, Scotty referred me, yeah, I understand, you, me. you know, so it, it, it just takes that one time, you know, and it kind of opens up the door. Now, if we did a shitty job or if he wasn't happy with it yeah. or set out, out the window, but you know, that's when he was leaving my office. So you could tell he was seemed like in pretty good spirits, rum cake, uh, aside. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Dude, people just put up somebody in the chat room, just put up a picture of his house. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. That's a house. Let me take a look here. That's a nice house. Where is it here? Brian yep. from Tennessee. Yeah, uh, that's it. And if you scroll up even further, and this should give you hope, there's a picture of his gym. <coughs> so if he has pictures of his gym online somewhere, then clearly he could put up a picture of his new, you know, um, memorabilia container. Yeah, his new container. Yeah, why not? Once he fills it with all his stuff. Yeah. Put a picture of it up somewhere. There you go. That'll be great. Mm -hmm. Well, that was very cool, man. That seems like a like a cool thing. Nobody 
Nobody I know gets those kind of visitors. Yeah. Well, again, like I said, it was completely unexpected and kind of surreal in a way, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just kind of like, oh, this is Scotty Pippen. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, since, since I was the direct contact there, you know, he, he called me, you know, like I said, a couple times a day, you know, saying, asking questions or wanting to do something different or had some ideas that he wanted, had one to float by me or whatever the case may be. And, you know, we got along just great. Yeah. Did the other people in your office know who he was? Oh yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? And in Chicago. <laughs> I guess everybody but Super Jackal would know. Yeah. You know, yeah. And he's that's that that's amazing to me. How could you not know? I mean, I'm not saying you gotta recognize him from the picture. I'm just saying when you see the name, I mean, this is not a, a random guy. <laughs> it's a guy that was on the news every night for fucking 15 years. Of course. Even if you didn't live in Chicago. You know, okay. Well, good for you, man. Looks like you had had a little fun this week. Got I drunk did. with Scotty. I, I had a I had a good experience with Scotty. I, I believe we, you know, gave him exactly what he wanted, and and he shared his rum cake with me. So, yeah. well, I can tell you now this ta- this this episode is going to be called Neely got drunk with Scotty Pippen. <laughs> so, well, there you are. <laughs> so, so that that was my week. Well, that's cool, man. Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, how are you feeling? Are you good? I'm great. I'm fine. All right. Well, I say we take a little break. All right. And uh, let you pick a tune. So what right. do you think we ought to play. I am going to say, let me, do I want to go? I'm not going common. I'm going to go kind of obscure. Um, how about Danny Vaughn, Badlands Rain? Okay. That's pretty obscure. That's from the traveler release all right let's see here pull that up danny vaughn huh danny vaughn yeah see here danny 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 vaughn yep uh there he is and the album is traveler oh there it is i got it cool i got it cool cool all right. And what was the name of the tune? Badlands Rain. All right. I got it. All right. Well, we're going to play a few songs. You need four? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes here. Uh, so here it is. It's uh, Danny Vaughn of Taiketo fame. And uh, this is uh, Badlands Rain exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Mm-hmm. 